This is a Bold Babes podcast. Why did I create the Bold Babe show? Honestly, because I was tired of hearing underdog stories from top dogs. You know, there's so much inspiration to be found when we just turn and look to the woman that's next door to us. The woman that is making impact in her local community. The woman that is fighting for the people in her hometown. I wanted to highlight those stories because honestly, they deserve to be told. I am currently sitting down next to a woman that I haven't known for a very long time. We've actually met for the first time today during this interview, but I already feel so blessed to be in her presence. She is a powerhouse, guys. Not only is she a photographer, but she helps small businesses figure out their niche, their branding, and help them monetize those photos that they get. So I am going to hand the mic over to Bessie Martinez and let her tell you herself a little bit about what she does. Um, We're sitting actually at a small, well not even small, actually it's a big coffee shop, but but it's a little hidden gem here in the Grapevine area. Um, I live in the, near the DFW airport. Um, So I kind of feel like I get uniquely placed Um, Because I am not in Dallas and I'm not in Fort Worth, so I get to see perspectives of both, which helps me um, when it comes to both my brand and both my personal life to be able to see a little bit of everything. So uh, this coffee shop, if anybody knows, is basically I live for coffee. I cannot survive without coffee and wine. Those are my two first aid kits. Um, I am a mom of two boys and I have a boy child, um, an Akita, and I'm married to um, a longtime husband of mine for 15 years now, um, military as well. So when I say wine and coffee are my go-to, that is the reason why I have been overtaken um, by boys in my house. Um, so I um, moved here to the Dallas-Fort Worth area about seven years ago from the D.C. metro area. was there for about 12 years, but I grew up in South Texas. Um, I am first-generation Latina, so I was born in El Salvador, um, which would be Central America for those of you that want to get geographic. Um, and so that has a lot to do with who I am and who I've become as I've gotten older. Um, and just being able to see the perspective differently, just with generations changing, the world changing around us and being adaptable to it. I am bilingual, so yes, I do speak Spanish very fluently. Um, Read it, write it, you name it, all the works. Um, So a lot of that does get incorporated at home. I love to cook when I get a chance. Other than that, HelloFresh is my best friend. (laughs) It's a very very busy busy world and busy life, so finding out that balance um, isn't easy. Absolutely no. I will never sit here and say that anything that gets put into my life is, is just you know, an overnight success or I learned it, you know, from one day to the next. I put in my work. I've had my, you know, tears and sweat and blood in everything that I've done from raising my kids to now my two businesses. Um, My first love, which was photography. I will always say I did not mean to be a photographer. I was just the mom with the new camera trying to take pictures of her kids and have those captured as they got older and keep them as memories. Um, But I was... A curious mom I wanted to know more 
Um, so I just kept on teaching myself. Um, and now it's helped me also realize that there's more to just pictures, especially on social media. It's storytelling. Um, it's an emotional connection, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a business starter or you're already a CEO. There is some sort of connection between you and your audience, and it's captured through those images and through all of the uh, the content that gets placed on there. So how do I get you to be comfortable with your space? So, so how exactly did you get started with your businesses? Photography, like I said, wasn't something I was planning for. My uh, career has actually always been in hospitality. I've worked for Hilton for many, many years. And so one of the things that I quickly found out is I like talking to people. Well, I really like talking, period. So I've always been the chatterbox, so that felt very comfortable to me. Um, and I worked in sales and marketing. Um, that, too, was not something I set forward. Um, somebody said, you have the personality. You seem like you would fit in this role. And I'm all about opportunities, um, not shutting it down, especially if it's uncharted territories, because I think we just limit ourselves. So I said, sure, why not? Um, and then I kind of just kicked off my career in the hospitality that way. Um, so when I moved here to Dallas, I continued on working for uh, for the hotels. Um, but when life shifted at home, um, I had to be the one to kind of say, you know what? Um, I have had a flexible, because the hospitality is such a rotating um, environment, you know, there's sales managers that come stay for many years, and there's managers and, you know, staff that stay for just a short amount of time, and it's very expected, it's very common in the industry, so it was easier for me to say, you know what, I'm going to be the one to take, you know, the back seat for now, because family does come first. For me, that's always been my priority. That's how my parents raised that family comes first, and everything else will just follow suit. Um, so I, at that point, I had only dabbled a little bit in photography, and what had hindered me at the beginning was the fact that I had no idea what I was doing. People would be, would ask me, you know, what, technical questions. What software do I use? What camera do I use? And I would just did not know what to answer because I'm, I was self-taught up to then. I didn't go to school. I didn't graduate. Actually, as a matter of fact, I only have a high school diploma. So for me, it was how can I advise somebody something that I have no knowledge of because we're so we're taught here in our society that unless you have a degree you're not an expert and it was scary especially as as a mom because you want to set you the right standards for your kids um but at the same time I knew that I had to also lead by example um one of the hardest things that I went through as I was building myself as a brand and in my uh, in my field was the commonality of community over competition meant nothing to me and it was scary and maybe this is the opportunity for me to learn all of these things so that way I can be that mentor for somebody else that wasn't there for me and I'm not saying that they were bad people or anything it's just I suddenly felt that I was being roadblocked for something that I had just begun. I had no knowledge over. I just just hungry to learn, and you know, and I was being already side railed just for the simple fact that I was trying to become another one of them. Um, and so, 
just like I teach my kids, you know what? Some people are going to like you and some people are not. But you worry about you and you go forward with what is in your heart. And that was in my heart was to to be the best that I could in what I had and what I knew. And then just take, you know, let everything else just kind of guide me. Um, and, and so I just started putting myself out there. My biggest fear has always been to put myself out there because of being judged. Um, I, there's a lot of assumptions, you know, that because I'm Hispanic or that because I'm a woman. And that's where I was determined to change um, the persona, this vision, this image that a lot of people tend to put us women into. Um, not only that, but being you know, an immigrant and a refugee from El Salvador, that puts you in a totally different conversation once you start talking to people and telling them of your past. They suddenly automatically judge you, especially with a lot of the stuff that's going on in our society, you know, in politics. Um, those are my two rules in my house, that we do not speak of politics and we don't speak of religion because it's, it's, it's a never-ending conversation where we're too busy trying to convince the other person of our opinion instead of listening, you know, to what the person has to say and just seeing their point of view. And that, to me, was the perfect gateway, was my camera. I want you to see what I see, so I'm going to project to you the image to the best of my ability so that you see what I see. And if what you I see is beauty, I am going to make sure that I teach myself to showcase beauty. Um, if you what, if what I see is encouragement and power and, and empowerment, I'm going to make sure I teach myself those skills so that you can see through that image, that em empowerment, that motivation, that determination, the person that I see, I want you to see because we only see a mirror and the mirror doesn't talk back, but I do. And I can tell you that, but I can also show it to you in, in pictures. I just kept on plugging and going, just putting myself out there, speaking to people, hearing stories because as a photographer, I think one of the things people don't realize is we don't just take pictures, we're storytellers. And I wanted you to not just remember an image. I wanted you to remember the experience that was that went on when those pictures were being taken. I wanted you to feel an emotion when you saw those pictures, when you went back and looked at them. So that is a story that, without words, can easily be created. Um, and that became my mission: is creating a story, um, and then just learning everybody else's story behind it, and saying, "You guys, nobody was there for me, but if you need somebody, I'm here for you." Whatever happened to my past, let my journey, let my tears, let my frustrations be your 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 cushion so that you can get to where you want to be because we all do deserve to be able to be the best person that we can. Stopping by the hair store? Ain't nobody got time for that. Brown Sugar Hair and Beauty Supply is an online beauty supply store that offers the latest hair and beauty essentials, including premium virgin hair, natural hair care products, styling tools, skincare accessories, and much more. Visit brownsugarbeautysupply.com, that's brownsugarbeautysupply.com, and receive free shipping with your first purchase. Remember, for the best in hair care delivered right to your door, shop Brown Sugar Hair and Beauty Supply. I kind of want to touch a little bit on your your past and you being an immigrant. And I know that that is something that 
is very common to America. It's the American story, right? You know, with the current climate, there may be women that have a desire and a burning in their spirit to be a business owner and to put themselves out there in that way. How did you gain that courage to do that? One of the things that, um, so I came when I was about two years old. I can't remember too much of it because I was so little then, but I did come from El Salvador, um, back then in the 80s there was a war going on in El Salvador um, and so my parents worked for the church uh, my mother was a nurse and my father was a paramedic the inability that they would give the, those type of community members to speak their minds and speak their truth and help others it was sh- it was frowned upon and so my parents because they worked with such large communities and there was um, you know, workers here from the U.S. that would go over and help and support wherever was needed, they basically had a target on their back. Um, So they found that the only way to be able to not only um, protect their child, but protect themselves and their future was to leave. And so that's when we came here. Um, And then coming here, it was another battle. It was... The, the, the amazing thing is that everything we see now on media about women and children and families being separated has been happening for years. But we never heard about it because social media did not exist back then. So how do we get those types of stories out with the little bit of resources that we have? And my parents were very vulgar, like very outspoken people. That was one thing they said and they've always carried in their heart because of just who they are, um, that if you won't speak up, I'm going to speak up for you. And that is why they had targets on their backs because they were those people that said, no, you're not going to stop me from reaching my dream. And my dream right now is to raise my family and be able to provide for my child safe, you know, safer environment. Once we were granted asylum here in the U.S., um, they didn't stop there. Um, we had the opportunity of traveling all over the U.S. Um, with their little bit of, you know, speaking knowledge when it came to English because, of course, Spanish is, you know, their first language. I was fortunate enough that because I was surrounded by a lot of people that did speak English, um, it, was, it did become my first language, but I learned Spanish to help them translate because they did not speak the, the language. Um, so they got to go to universities, to Capitol Hill, to colleges, and speak about immigration um, and let them know, hey, we are also going through something culturally in society. and we, But you guys don't hear about it because of the fact that media outlets don't expand as, as far as where we are. So we're here to give you a face and give a voice to those that are too afraid to, to uh, speak up because they're afraid that if they say something, they'll get deported. So I am willing to run that risk knowing I have a family to say, I'm here, and if you're listening, know that you're not alone. And that's, you know, they were real big on doing, um, you know, marches. So I grew up surrounded by a lot of that. And so that's what taught me to say, Whatever your your story is, whatever it is you're going through, know that you're not alone. Know that somebody out there is going through the exact same thing as you. And it's okay. And it's going to be okay. Uh, And we can do this together, but we have to set all things aside, whatever it is, 
in order to make things happen. In I think we've come a long way, but I think we have so much more to go. Um, and I think it's also helped me um, at home when, you know, bullying is one of the biggest things going on for the generation that's coming up. Um, social media bullying especially. So I don't dislike social media. If not, I would have never decided to take this uh career choice as well because I think it has great benefits to it if used correctly wisely and strategically but we also need to teach our children in our community how to use it effectively and how to also uh, everything stems from somewhere pain stems from somewhere joy stems from somewhere but if we all sit down and just listen we would realize where all that's coming from and better understand and again it's not about convincing somebody about um, they're right or wrong. It's understanding where they come from and seeing how together there's some. There's got to be some sort of commonality at some point in all of our lives where we can, you know, join ourselves and say, okay, you like this, but I don't like that. However, we both like this, so let's let's agree to disagree, and then just let it be from there. And I think as a community and as humanity. Um, we have the right to be able to flourish. Um, we just have to give ourselves the opportunity. And in being a first-time business owner, because none of my family members have ever owned a business, um, I did the same thing too. I took that same mission of saying, just like somebody would not allow me to learn because of the fear that being into the same field with them and I would become a competition, I soon and quickly realized at the beginning of my business journey that I was just going to pro- this was probably the journey I needed to be on to be that person for somebody else help them speak their mind and reach their goals and say trust me it's not going to be easy but if you're willing to put in the work and your heart is in the right place on what it is changes are going to happen that's inevitable there's ups and there's downs that's inevitable but know that you're not alone and I want you to know that there's a community out there for you that's going through the exact same thing maybe at different levels I remember somebody saying that you are the five people you surround yourself with so somebody that is negative and bitter is only going to pull you down and it's not saying that you're not going to love the person any less it just means that you guys are not on the same journey and on the same path um so sit next to somebody that is motivate each other you're gonna draw what you send out so if you're positive you're gonna draw positive if you're negative you're gonna draw that's just how it is um so allow yourself to be surrounded by people that are like you maybe they are the same industry but don't look at it as a competition look at it as somebody that's wanting to learn just like you to do whatever it is that they want to do and surround yourself with people that are a step ahead of you because they're going to pull you they've been there they've done that they know what it's like so they're going to pull you and say hey uh uh-uh no there's no reason for you to feel like that no reason for you to think like that it's going to be okay this is what helped me you apply it to you we all learn differently so surround yourself with the people that where you would like to be and just let that be your guide i've been in business going on three years now and it is all about who you surround yourself with and is there anything that you feel like you have sacrificed in order to make your business visions possible um to me i feel like sacrifice is such a word that's been put through 
a lot of stress in the negative zone, military servicemen and women sacrifice their lives. Now that is probably where I would use that word more. But what I would say is that where I've had to make adjustments has been more with my family. And the comfort of stability. And what I mean by that is for a lot of people going to work, knowing they have a paycheck coming every week, every two weeks, is something that they they want. That's the stability that they're looking for. I had that too because all I've known is to work. I've been working since I was 16. Suddenly I realized life is continuously changing on me and either I go with the flow or I'm going to just burn myself out but because I allowed myself to burn out because of my mentality and the perspective that I was taking on each time things would change in my house. So here I went from working 9 to 5, actually 10-hour shifts because I was working at Children's Medical Center, so I was working 10-hour shifts, um, coming home, feeding children, getting household ready, and then as soon as they'd go to bed, I would stay up at night and I would be editing because I was determined to make this work. Now, I know not everybody's the same, and so for me, it's it's understandable when somebody says, but I don't want to sacrifice my sleep. Absolutely. But you're going to figure out what works for you based on what you have going on now. One of my best advices to anybody is, again, make do with what you got. And if you only have two hours a day to yourself, or you can only add two hours a day, whether it be in the morning or at night, to put into your business or your dream or your goal, bunker down and dedicate those two hours. I had to make adjustments at home because now we're living in a one-income family home. Not that we have a luxurious house or we're riding, you know, expensive cars or anything. Um, It suited our, our means of lifestyle, but I had to learn very quickly how to be able to budget our household to make sure that we I could fulfill my dreams. But it also taught me how to budget my business because now uh, a lot of times we don't make at the very beginning enough to pay ourselves. So I went a lot not paying myself because it would just stay in the business. And anybody would be like, but you're making money. Oh, yeah, absolutely I'm making money. But it's staying in the business because marketing is expensive but it's not coming out of anybody's pocket. Travel is expensive, but it's not coming out of any, it's coming out of the business because that's where the money is. That's what it's meant for. And it's just recycling that money and learning how to utilize it. And another thing that I made sure of from the very beginning is what my intentions were when it came to my business and my life. Um, My office sits inside of my house, which now is not very easy because (laughs) I can only dedicate so much time to my business and then I have to turn around and I have to be a mom and I have to be a wife um, and I have to be a friend and so on and so forth. But at the beginning it was hard because I didn't know how to manage that. Getting frustrated with myself because I wanted to be everywhere and I had the mom guilt as they call it. And it was hard because nobody teaches you, one, to be a mom and two, how to be a business owner and a mom. You figure it out as you go. Um, And so that adjustment was just a matter of just teaching my kids, teaching my family, my household, my my relatives, hey, I'm doing something that a lot of us didn't do. I'm figuring it out. So just be patient with me. I promise you, you'll see the results. 
but it's it may just require us to just make some adjustments here and there but if you need something from me let me know i am here i have not completely disappeared i am here but know that what i'm working for is for something bigger not just for me but for us together and again it's just a matter of changing people's perspectives making them understand and being i'm one of those that puts everything out on the table like i is clear as daylight like these are my intentions these are my goals these are the things that I'm wanting to accomplish. And once you said that, the people are better to uh, to understand you and accept the things that suddenly show up on you in your life or towards them because they know where you, what your end goal is and that you're still, you know, navigating through all of that. So um, finances, I should say, is one thing that I, I think I've had to uh, adjust. Um, and just time with my family. I've learned, I've had to learn how to, how to adjust and how to manage and balance it. Millennial women deserve to have their voices heard, which is why we created Bold Babes Radio. Our unique podcast network consists of an engaging lineup of show topics, which serve our audience of young women between the ages of 21 and 35. We know what matters to you. From health to pop culture, we have a show for that. Visit us online at www.bullbabes.co to view our full show lineup, listen in, and subscribe. I want to talk about the city of Dallas. And, you know, you come from um, a military background. I also come from a military background, and I've lived tons of places. And I chose to start my businesses here. And so I kind of want to know why you chose Dallas-Fort Worth to start your business. To be honest, I didn't like Dallas when I moved here. So we moved here 12 years ago. My husband actually works for the airline industry. He's been working for as long as we've been together. He's been working for the industry 15 years. And he's from Houston. So he, a long time ago, when, even when we had our families, uh, our kids, we decided that the only way we would ever come back to Texas was if work brought us. We weren't just going to pack up, you know, a life, children, and just move. Uh, we were not really big risk takers um, because, again, we were we were in our comfort zone. So why, you know, don't fix what isn't broken type of uh, situation. Um, so the opportunity came up for us to move to Dallas, but I was not comfortable at all. <laughs> um because I couldn't identify myself. I knew I was from Texas, and that's as far as it went. Um, Tex- anybody from Texas, you know they're from Texas. We're loud. We're proud. Um, but we're also, you know, very welcoming. And in Virginia, because that's where the majority of my adulthood was spent from the age of, you know, straight out of high school, um, their culture there is completely different than here. Um, you've got three states that are right next to each other. You got Virginia, Maryland, and DC. In a matter of hop, skip, and a jump, you're in somebody else's state, somebody else's mentality, somebody else's territory. Well, because it's the capital of the U.S., there's a different sense of environment and community. Here, I had to drive everywhere. Everything is not near anything. And I wasn't used to that. I was used to jumping on the metro, walking a couple of blocks, and I was in my destination. And here, it was, I had to jump and I had to explore. When I started building the business, I did ask myself if this is where I wanted to start this. Um, If you were to ask me what my dream city would be, 
I would tell you Austin. Because Austin's weird. Austin is very open-minded. Austin has no rhyme or reason, but there's a reason to its rhyme. And that's where I found myself more identified. But I told myself it didn't matter where I went. I was going to still be the same person. So it didn't matter what city I was going to be in. I was going to continue to be who I am. Um, So then I said, you know what? We're here. This is our final stop. I don't plan on going anywhere. I really don't. (laughs) It's packing up a house, especially now. I'm okay with just hanging tight. Maybe moving somewhere else, you know, uh, a different town or something here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But other than that, this has become my home because this has been where I have been able to create the community that I've wanted. I've been able to surround myself with the people that now I call my, my tribe. This is my home base. I am now fortunate enough to be leading um, my second business, which is a social media marketing agency. That now, I, if I wanted to do Austin, I can, but I can still do it from Dallas because a lot of the work and a lot of the communication, a lot of the interactions can be done online. And that is the great part of social media is it doesn't matter where you are, you're connected through a platform, whatever platform that might be. Um, so absolutely, Dallas is now our jam. Um, like I said before, because we live in the mid-city area, um, I do get to see both perspectives of, of Dallas and what Dallas has to offer. And it's very vibrant and it's very full of life and it's very congested. <laughs> and Fort Worth is something else. Fort Worth is more laid back, you know, very cultural very Texas-y. If you really, I would tell people, if you really want to know what Texas is like, go to Fort Worth. Like, it'll take you back to the roots. Um, and that's different. And now we've got Plano, McKinney, Frisco, which is an upcoming area. So it all has its own little thing, but that's just like, that's what makes Texas great. That no matter where you go, you're going to find the one commonality, and that's going to be community. What it looks like for you, it's going to be different. And community to me is Dallas-Fort Worth. And I, I, that is my like big slogan for my new business is that I'm not Dallas, I'm not Fort Worth, I'm DFW. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and letting us see a different side of you. Guys, I encourage you to subscribe and also to follow us and like us on Facebook. Everything is at Bold Babes Co. And we will see you on the next episode. We want to fund you. We have developed a podcast network to cater to our community of ambitious young women between the ages of 21 and 35, and we're searching for unique shows to develop for our channel, Bold Babes Radio. No podcast editing, music licensing, or sponsorship negotiation required. Just raw talent and an established social presence. If you have a story to tell, love empowering millennial women, and want to partner with a brand on the rise, email your pitch to podcastdirector at boldbabes.co. Again, that's podcastdirector at boldbabes.co.